This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation and its upcoming annual convention January 7th through the 12th in Atlanta. Learn more at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Big biofuels news from the Environmental Protection Agency, but not the news many were hoping to hear. The agency did not release its proposals for next year's blending targets, but Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says the agency is prolonging the process for previous years. They are proposing to indefinitely extend the compliance year deadline for all the outstanding RBOs for 2019, 2020, 2021, and 2022. Of course, we don't even have RBOs yet out for 2021 and 2022. So at a grand level, what we're essentially doing is kicking the can down the road. We are delaying the uncertainty and the instability with the RFS program. She says while Growth Energy might not be thrilled with the proposal to delay compliance, their ultimate goal is to make sure compliance with the renewable fuel standard does, in fact, occur. The way it's supposed to work is you've got a little bit of buffer, the year ends, you've got a couple more months to be able to show compliance. You know, it's set up to work very well for the marketplace when the RFS is back on track. And that's what we need. We've got to get the RFS back working the way it's supposed to be working. That wasn't the only news impacting food and agriculture out of the EPA today. The agency is also proposing a former definition of the Waters of the U.S. rule that was in place before 2015. The move comes in concert with the Army Corps of Engineers and comes as the Biden administration considers an update to the language. The agencies say the move will provide certainty as that rewrite takes place. Thanksgiving dinner is going to be more expensive this year, but a leading ag organization says consumers are still getting a good deal. Farm Bureau released its annual Thanksgiving survey today, and Chief Economist Roger Cryan says... This year, it turned out that the turkey Thanksgiving dinner uh, was up about 14%. So the total price for a 12-item Thanksgiving basket for 10 people was 53.31, which is still a great deal because it's uh, just over just over $5 a person. He says Farm Bureau did note the increase in turkey prices in this year's report comes with a caveat, especially when compared to turkey price figures reported by the Department of Agriculture. Their numbers show and their statistics show that promotion started later this year. So our survey was a couple weeks ago. Uh, a lot of those hadn't kicked in. We hope that folks can go find a great price uh, on those turkeys. And I'd also like to point out that um, that higher turkey price didn't necessarily go to uh, turkey growers because uh, America's turkey growers generally contract those flocks at, at least at least before they're set. So they're at least four or five months old, those the prices that the farmers got. Steve Davies has more on the report in his story on agripulse.com. Experts say efforts to expand carbon markets need to be coupled with greater certainty. Agripulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Farmers play a key role in reducing carbon emissions. But as discussions around carbon markets ramp up, there are still many unanswered questions, like who should regulate and set the standard for carbon markets. Speaking on a carbon sequestration panel at the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, industry leaders said the government should not play a role in setting carbon standards, but it has an important role in educating farmers on the practices and resources available to lower the carbon footprint. Jason Weller is the Senior Director of Sustainability for Land O'Lakes. He says the government and private industry needs to work together to overcome this challenge. USDA must be the keystone that holds us together. And the continued investment in the science, in the modeling capabilities, the practice standards is foundational to what we do. I think what the private sector can do really well is innovate on a market-based solution much quicker and I think more effectively than USDA could. 
I agree with the farmer, USDA should not be setting the standards for a carbon market. Let the private sector figure that out. And the iterations and innovations that are coming are like on a monthly basis. This was going to very rapidly evolve. And I think in that you're going to have a more effective result, and more scalable solution. Reporting in Kansas City, I'm Hannah Pegel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join thousands of farmers and ranchers from all across the country at the American Farm Bureau's annual convention in Atlanta, January 7th through the 12th. All are welcome. Register today at annualconvention.fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.